0: Welcome to your dad's favorite podcast. This is Brad is a bad person. I am Morgan. I'll be your host for this episode. Uh, Usually Lachlan's the host, but he happens to be an expert on this episode's uh, topic. So he and I have switched roles. I am, of course, joined by Brad. How are we, Brad?
1: I'm good. It's uh, nice to see you doing the hosting duties this week, Morgan.
2: Change of pace.
0: What a jerk. What a bad person. And we are joined by (laughs) Lachlan. How are you, doctor?
2: I am well. Thank you, Morgan. Uh, I I enjoyed your alternative intro there. Uh, It's nice to be be taking a back seat. Uh.
0: Yes, and I called you doctor, which is what we call foreshadowing. Lachlan is a doctor. We'll be getting to that later. Today we are talking about cryptozoology, which is the study of animals that are not proven to exist. These creatures, such as Bigfoot, for example, are known as cryptids. And we'll be looking at a few different cryptids today, but we'll start with the Loch Ness Monster.
2: Uh, before we get into the Loch Ness Monster, can I just add on <laughs> to your, uh, your definition of cryptozoology there?
0: Oh, go, go nuts, host. Okay,
2: so you were, you, were <laughs> you were obviously correct in saying that it's the study of animals not proven to exist, but there's another category that cryptids fall into, which is uh, creatures or animals thought to be extinct – but then have sightings or evidence reported in the modern day. Like a Tasmanian tiger. Exactly like the Tasmanian tiger or uh, the dodo.
0: Right, so they're not proven to currently exist.
2: Yes, okay. yes, correct. But were are uh, recognised by science at some point. There you go.
0: Yes, definitely. They are a, uh, a category as well. I think we'll probably be focusing on the more uh, fun crypto uh, cryptids. So, uh, Bigfoot, as I mentioned before, but we'll start with uh, the Loch Ness monster. So, in Loch Ness in Scotland, there is supposedly a giant lake monster, which resembles a prehistoric creature, the plesiosaur. Now, the plesiosaur wasn't technically a dinosaur, but basically, picture a brontosaurus with flippers instead of feet.
2: (laughs) That's a good good description.
0: (laughs) Thank you. The first sighting of this lake monster was in the year 565, when an Irish monk, St. Columba, was travelling around Scotland with his homies, spreading the word of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. (laughs) While passing by the River Ness, which flows out of Loch Ness, they came across some locals bearing a man who had been attacked by a river monster. St. Columba asked one of his men to go swimming in the river, which personally I think was a jerk move. (laughs) But believe it or not, this dude actually did go for a dip, and sure enough, he was attacked by the monster. So St. (laughs) Columba... Pretty dick move. (laughs) St. <laughs> Columba made the sign of the cross and commanded the beast to go back at once and of course the monster did go back at once Now this account was written about 100 years after the incident took place but it sounds pretty believable to me
2: I'm sure, I'm sure none of the details changed over those 100 years uh, those No, so
0: days. if we skip to modern times it took about 1400 years in the 1930s before uh, this animal became uh, known worldwide so, this uh, lake monster is also known, known by her nickname, Nessie, and in 1933, some guy named George Spicer saw Nessie crossing the road on her way back to the lock, and some other bozo saw Nessie in the water.
1: With flippers, crossing the road.
0: Yeah, scraping on Turtles, you know. Is it yeah. turtles or tortoises that have flippers?
2: It's, it's turtles. It's turtles.
0: Yeah, they can move on.
2: Yeah, they can move on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yes, yes.
0: Anyway, the next year, 1934, a motorcyclist saw Nessie out of the water again. But uh, shit really started popping off when a doctor took a photo of Nessie. This became known as the surgeon's photo. Now, that photo has been proven to have been a hoax, but at the time it gained worldwide attention and now everybody wanted to know what the fuck was going on in Scotland. Now, Lachlan, I know you are both a doctor of cryptozoology and you're also a Scottish lord, so you are uniquely qualified to answer this question. Hit me. Uh, what the fuck was going on in Scotland?
2: Well, I think you've uh, pretty much put, hit the nail on the head. Loch Ness was Loch Ness monster was just kicking around, you know. Uh, it's it's fairly indisputable that all these people saw her. How can, what's I mean, what's what's the question basically? <laughs>
0: interesting. <laughs> interesting that she was interesting that she was spotted out of the water twice because as far as I know, all the sightings usually occur in water just her head poking up or you know deep underground with sonar and stuff it's not you know you wouldn't expect to see a giant uh plesiosaur like creature just wandering around but apparently she was out of the water a couple of times in the 30s
2: yeah i believe i believe that first sighting you spoke about by george spicer she actually had like a an animal in her mouth it was like a sheep or a cow or something so so, so not a small plezier. Or... No, not a small plezier. I mean, you know, maybe you, there's a lot of salmon in Loch Ness, but maybe she just wanted to eat something different. You know, you eat the a same bit thing every day. And you need uh, <laughs> <a surf and> <laughs> t- <laughs> you need some variety in your diet. You know,
0: sometimes you want some red meat. You know,
2: that's right. Exactly. A bit of, that's right. I can't plate. eat fish all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. Well, um, uh, right. So. <laughs> Nancy is usually spotted in the water, and she's been seen uh, countless times. But there was a big gap between the year five six five with our mate Saint Columba and uh, George Spicer. So, what was going on in that meantime? I
1: think you're angling for something here that neither of us know.
2: No, I I, I understand where he's coming from. I think the answer to that is just that you know the media wasn't there, basically um it was all just word of mouth people just lived in little villages and word only spread inside that village people died you know the story stopped being carried on
0: yeah interesting so yeah all this attention again in the 1930s and of course it went worldwide in the 1930s everyone got interested but how do we like we know the surgeon photo was faked but how do we know that this guy George Spicer, like, is he flat out lying? Because if you see a plesiosaur crossing the road, it's not like, oh, actually, I, I mistook it; it was actually a horse. Like, <laughs> it's pretty unique. <laughs> you can't you can't just say he mistook it for something. So he must have been completely making it up. Do you agree with that?
2: Um, I don't think he was making it up, but I think that.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You don't think the guy saw a plesiosaur sitting on the side of the road was no, making he didn't, it up?
2: he didn't see a plesiosaur. He saw well, was Nessie. Sorry. Nessie, sorry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> oh, the, I'm,
2: what I'm What I'm trying to get to here is that this was the first uh, report in modern times. So it's not like, because with, with a lot of uh, cryptid sightings, a lot of people are just jumping on the bandwagon. Um, they hear someone else's account, and it's the same with UFOs as well, and they just want to be involved. Um, they just say that they saw something and describe it exactly as it has been described previously. Right. Uh, this, this this dude, Spicer, he was the first one to bring it up since, since uh, 565 AD. You know, I, I doubt he was reading the biography of an Irish monk. He may have been, um, but even so, it's not... It's not accurately described in that biography. What's he getting confused with then? Like, dude, he saw what he saw. (laughs) He wasn't confused with anything. He's, I I don't understand why you're struggling with this. (laughs) Because he's full of shit.
0: So Lachlan, do you believe Nessie, a plesiosaur-like lake monster, exists?
2: I subscribe to the theory that Nessie is a plesiosaur. Oh. And... Somehow, somehow escaped uh, the extin- extinction uh, and, and has just been chilling in uh, Loch Ness ever since.
0: Of course. Well, we talk about Nessie in the singular, meaning that it's one animal, but uh, obviously a plesiosaur isn't going to survive on its own for uh, millions and millions of years, so there must be a breeding population.
2: That is true. Yeah, explain so that. There's,
0: doctor, there's not <laughs> there's not a Nessie. There's several Nessies.
2: That, yeah, that, that's that's fair. We we refer to her as Nessie, but it's yeah, there has to be more than one. It's more like a mascot,
0: definitely. So Brad, yeah. Brad, I'll ask you. Obviously, you're a denier of Nessie. Uh, do you believe that Nessie did exist when uh, Saint Columba used his Jesus magic to push her backwards from the <laughs> From his friends, I was
1: going to start off by saying, "Think Columbo is, is an asshole. Columba, get it right, Brad. Sorry, Columba. My, it doesn't change the fact that he's an asshole. Um, when you tell someone to go into the water just to see if he gets attacked or not, like saying, <laughs> Put your hand in a blender, I'm gonna turn it on now. I just want to see what happens. No, like,
0: think about it from you, you gotta, Think about it from Columba's perspective. He's walking around Scotland with his, with his mates. He's got a bunch of guys following him, and he's trying to convince these Scots to become Christians. And Scots are pretty ornery fellas. So he decides, well, (laughs) I've got all these dudes with me. They're pretty expendable. I'll send one into the lake if the the monster kills it. Whatever, just keep going. But if I can use some magic to get rid of the monster,
2: then all these Scottish right, show them them the power of Christ. Yeah,
0: what's the dominant religion in uh, Scotland today, Brad? Is it Christianity? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thanks, St. (laughs) Columba.
1: Yeah, thanks to St. Columba and his amazing Jesus powers (laughs) (laughs) to repel potential plesiosaurs. I I just... Well, do you believe that the
0: plesiosaur has existed? Like, you could say that Nessie doesn't exist now, but did the plesiosaur live for a lot longer than we thought? Maybe Nessie could have went extinct.
1: I would say no. I just don't think that we have the, the fauna to support such large creatures anymore. That's why they don't exist anymore.
0: True, and there have been a lot of attempts to find her. Lachlan, how do you reconcile that, that uh, there's been some attempts to find Nessie using uh, sonar? And, you know, thousands and thousands of people go to this lock every year trying to snap a photo of uh, this apparently shy lake monster, and they never get anything that's conclusive or convincing. What do you think about that, Lachlan?
2: Look, Nessie, she's an elusive mistress, okay? (laughs) She uh, she doesn't like that's right she doesn't like the paparazzi uh you know she she's uh just she keeps to herself um but a lot of the a lot of the studies that they've done nothing nothing has come up conclusively with proof that a loch ness monster or monsters exist but there have been a lot of results that are not explainable in in any other way for example the sonars that you mentioned there's been more than one study where they've dropped sonar emitters into the Loch Ness and at least two cases have found something roughly the size of what we would expect the Loch Ness monster to be. And one of them, that, that mass was actually keeping speed under the water with the boat for about 80 meters.
0: Yeah, yeah I heard about that as well. But uh, there was a sonar, uh, maybe this is a different one but they found two creatures under the water that were too large for anything that's supposed to exist in the lake. Mm. And then the next day when they did the sonar, it wasn't in the same position. So that means, well, they, they didn't find it. It
2: wasn't, it wasn't a station.
0: Exactly. So that means it's alive and moving. It's not just some clump in the, in the lock or something. But I don't know if you guys have heard of a TV show called River Monsters. It's a pretty, <laughs> pretty great show. But yes. that guy did a, an episode on the Loch Ness. Uh, monster and he concluded that the most likely explanation for these sonar images is the Greenland shark which uh, would have swum through the river Ness or you know the other river that connects Loch Ness to the ocean and got uh, stuck in this lock so it's just been swimming around getting uh, braided with sonar apparently.
2: (laughs) Look that is that is possible but Where's the sightings of sharks in the Loch Ness?
0: Well, sharks don't really put their head above water to breathe. I don't know if you know much about sharks.
2: <laughs> no, but you, you've seen the classic cartoons where the shark fin comes out of the water, you know. where's, where's the reports of that.
0: True. All right. That's the exist. We've, we've proved it.
2: I would say shark is
1: inconclusive. <laughs> considerably more
2: likely. The other thing you have to realize is Loch Ness is fucking huge. It it has more water, like its volume is more than all of the other bodies of water in Scotland and England. Combined. Are you
0: telling me? Are you telling me that episode of The Simpsons where Dr. Frank personally pumped all the water out of Loch Ness is uh, an embellishment?
2: I, I hate to break it to you, but The Simpsons is not a hundred percent of the time scientific. He
0: was working accurate. all night, pumping away. He got he got all the water out. <laughs>
1: To refute <laughs> your argument, there, so it had Nessie in it. So, are you saying
2: Nessie is uh, not? I said energy? not 100% of the time, okay? <laughs> It's about 50 <50-50. laughs> 50. In that
0: episode, it was 50 50. You can't drain the lake. Yes. Nessie does exist. 50 50.
1: Maintain his perfect record. Okay,
0: so we still haven't decided are the people who cite the Lake Ness Monster, and I'm especially thinking about our mate Spicer and the motorcyclist who saw Nessie out of the water, are they completely making it up? Are they hallucinating? Is it a hoax? Are they just trying to get attention?
1: Well, we know Spicer was completely making it up. Disagree. Oh, no, sorry. Was it Spicer who took the no, phone? No, no, that was the that surgeon. Was, that was the that was, that that was was surgeon. His... The surgeon was completely making it up, and I imagine his mate Spicer so was probably not far off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they weren't many
1: I, I want to know, did they have some sort of vested interest in Loch Ness becoming popular? Were they like, ooh? That'll get the tourists here. Like, the question. Because uh, the surgeon was a gynecologist,
0: wasn't Yeah, he? I wonder why they didn't call it the gynecologist photo. Maybe because people would think it was... Maybe they didn't want to call it the gynecologist photo because people would think Ooh. they were about to look at something explicit.
1: Me thinks the <laughs> gynecologist was after some new customers, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> pussy doctor's <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
2: Just a note on the surgeon's photo. Obviously, it was proven a hoax and. In- it's fairly obvious when you look at it, because this is the most famous photo of the Loch Ness Monster, is the surgeon's photo. When you look at it, it's pretty obvious that it's fake. The the silhouette of what is supposed to be Nessie doesn't match up with the size of the ripples in the water. Mm-hmm. If it was correct, she'd be fucking tiny.
0: No, big animals, big ripples.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's how it works.
0: You're the doctor. You
2: But... Once it was proven to be a hoax, it actually came out that uh, the surgeon who, who presented the photo wasn't the one who actually took the photo. It was all, it was a giant hoax by um, an ex employee of the Daily Mail. Uh, he got sacked from the Daily Mail and wanted to get back at them. So he perpetrated this hoax. He set up this fake photo um, to get back at them and then. Once they'd published it as evidence, he could come out and say, "Ha ha, that's fake! You've made fools of yourselves." <laughs> well, then he never did, or? <laughs> well, it was it was proven to be him before uh, he had the chance, I suppose. Well, I mean, they didn't prove it incorrect until the 1970s. No, no, when that's what
0: that's when they when like some scientists, uh, you know, went through the photo and came up with some scientific reasons, you know, like doing some analysis on the photo. But people knew it was fake before.
2: Okay, like I said, it's very obvious when you're looking at it that it's not real. I, I can't believe that
1: someone would uh, fall for that, but I guess it was a different time. Then.
0: They want to believe Brad, but they he used the he he called it the surgeon's photo, and they used the surgeon to present it because they thought everyone will believe a doctor.
2: That's right. Yeah, it it, sounds it sounds gives scientific. it um it gives it credibility saying that it's come from a surgeon than just right, So
0: doctor. Lachlan is a yes for Nessie. Brad uh, believes, but he uh, <laughs> doesn't have any evidence.
1: that's not what i said at all it's a a resounding no it doesn't exist the fauna is not there to support it you'd need a large population to live this long or they'd be all inbred fucking weird plesiosaur people like i don't know
2: there is also the theory that it's a a mutated amphibian or reptile of some kind Mm. would you buy that it's
1: it's too big if, like, if you're going off people's descriptions, it's too big to be yeah, something mutated. mutated. Mutated to get super large. All right, I
0: think Columbus scared off the last of them, so uh, they did exist, but they don't exist anymore. <laughs> you guys ready to move on to Big Slit? <laughs> not,
2: not, not just yet. I have just one other point. I wanted to bring it up when you were talking about Jesus magic before. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Alistair Crowley is, but he's a big figure in the uh, the occult dark magic type scene. Um, I'm proud to he, say I do not know who he is. Okay. No, you, should, you should look into him. He's, he's led a very interesting life. Uh, Ozzy Osborne wrote a song about him. Um, he has a mansion just off the Loch Ness and it has been alleged that in some kind of dark magic ritual, Whoa, uh, he yes. actually created Nessie uh, as the the result of some sort of virgin sacrifice he was doing.
0: Oh well, this is a conspiracy that Brad could get behind because it says neg- that Nessie did not exist, that mm. she was brought about by some dark magic. Brad, do you believe this one? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that what it, fit, it, it fits? It. it fits. It fits your uh, you know your view that there isn't enough stuff in the lake for Nessie to be there naturally, but supernaturally.
2: She's a she's some kind of hellspawn. I'll give it more
1: credence than. the... <laughs> 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 it's naturally, but
2: okay, so <laughs> that's more, the baseline is so low. More plausible to you that some kind of dark wizard uh brought her forth through some portal from hell <laughs> than it's it's a mutated lizard or uh, a plesiosaur survived extinction. Yes, absolutely. That's saying something as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You had
0: it here first, Brad is a Satanist, he's in the occult. Uh, this might be a good time to move topics. <laughs> move cryptids.
2: Visit Nessie.co.uk for more information. Oh
0: <laughs> okay. All right, Bigfoot. So, living in the dense forests of the northwestern United States is supposedly a giant ape like creature known as Bigfoot. Sometimes my called goddamn Sasquatch. Sometimes <laughs> called Sasquatch. Thank you. Man. The name Bigfoot comes from the beast's supposedly large feet, which are claimed to be as long as 60 centimetres and as wide as 20 centimetres, which is about twice as long and twice as wide as a men's size 12 shoe.
2: So they're nearly as big as your feet, Morgz.
0: They're four times as big as my feet. Now, unlike Nessie, Bigfoot (laughs) is often depicted as being an angry, scary beast who attacks people, but there are notable examples of people trying to soften the beast's image such as the movie Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. <laughs> the most famous sighting of Bigfoot was captured on tape in 1967 and is known as the Patterson-Gimlin film. Both men vehemently deny that it was a hoax, but, I mean, it's clearly a dude in a gorilla suit and it looks pretty fucking stupid. However, people love it because it's at least clear and pretty much in focus, which is rare for sightings of Bigfoot caught on camera. Regardless of the hoaxes, a lot of people do believe in Bigfoot, and one good piece of evidence in favor of its existence is that the Native Americans told stories about wild men in the forest long before Europeans arrived. Do the wild men exist? Or have people been misidentifying bears as Bigfoot for thousands of years? Brad, am I correct? Is Bigfoot the plural, or is it Bigfoots?
1: <laughs> it's, uh, I'm gonna go with Bigfoot. Squatches. <laughs> squatches of course yeah <laughs> so you, squatches you
0: can you can uh, bypass this de- debate by just calling it a Sasquatch but I like big feet
1: I like big feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, a combination of the two big feet that's what I'm
2: going <laughs>
0: with. done that makes perfect sense
2: i think it's like uh it's like sheep it's just you know it, it's the singular and the plural so like a group of a group of bigfoot
0: no i don't like that
2: can we call it a murder of big feet?
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, what's the collective now? It could be a troop, like a troop of chimps or whatever. Yes, I like it. A troop a troop, of, troop big of big feet. Big
1: feet. I would really prefer to call it by its its sometimes name,
2: known name, the skunk ape. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that a hybrid between a skunk and an ape? I haven't heard that.
2: It does get referred to as the skunk
1: ape. Yeah, it's like a. I don't think it's specifically the big. Maybe it's like a sub big feet, but uh, maybe that's yeah, because the
0: bigfoot. the bigfoot is also is obviously known for its big feet, but it's also known for its uh, horrible stench. So maybe that's where yes, Skunkhead yeah, comes from. Apparently, you can smell it before you see it.
2: Most notably, quoted in the uh, film Anchorman when one of the background <laughs> cast says, "It smells like Bigfoot's dick." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brad, what does Bigfoot stick smell like? at?
2: <laughs> what are you asking me? I like that we get down to the real big issues in this podcast. Exactly. Bigfoot, big feet. Big.
0: Right. Have you guys seen the Patterson-Gimlin film?
2: Yes. I think everyone I've not, I've not seen the film, but I've seen stills. It's clearly a fucking
0: gorilla suit, right? Yeah.
2: It's it, a dude it, suit. Is, it is absolutely <laughs> a dude in a gorilla it suit. It doesn't
0: even look like it has big feet. It doesn't look like it has long arms. It's just a, gorilla, a guy in a gorilla suit.
2: Yeah, but do you
0: (laughs) do you agree with my contention that the only reason, like even though it's fucking stupid, the only reason people point to it is because it's it's in focus and it's clear?
2: Yes, yes. This isn't this isn't unique to Bigfoot either. The video and photo evidence of cryptids is just
0: historically
2: awful. It's garbage. It's just blurry, out of focus, out of contrast. You can't see shit. And that's where they live in that vague. That's right. Unfocused. That's right, because you can't you can't prove it's not Bigfoot because it's too <laughs> fucking blurry to say Otherwise,
0: Well, maybe Bigfoot's hidden in the thick fog somewhere.
1: Maybe cryptids, by their very nature, just blur cameras like they're. It's
2: like they mess with <laughs> they're the Ah, like, oh, like how you can't take a photo of a vampire. <laughs> well, I've never tried, but. <laughs>
0: So do um, we do we think it's just a bear because bears have do occasionally walk on their hind feet? I don't know if they're just bored or something like that, but occasionally you see. They Yeah, people. occasionally you see bears just walking around on <laughs> their back legs. So do you think it's just occasionally when people see that they like, oh, that's weird. It's not a bear because it's on two legs. It must be a, a Bigfoot. No, no,
2: <laughs> categorically no. Bigfoot yeah. is real. Oh my god. I'm not even. I'm not even playing, Brad. I, I. I'm not saying that it is some type of humanoid, but whatever has been cited is, ad- and you know, recognized as Bigfoot. It's. It's real. It, there's something out there that is Bigfoot. Yeah, bears. No, <laughs> disagree. <laughs> no, agree. Bears don't have the same proportions as Bigfoot.
1: What are you talking about? They have giant, long arms. They occasionally they don't have by long bears. arms. No, bears have yeah, long arms. arms. They're long as fuck. Uh, when they're they're sh- no, no, no.
0: They're, they're not proportionally long.
1: Yeah. Well, no, that's because they got like a thick coat. Their arms are actually huge, man.
2: Yeah, but not not in proportion to the rest of them.
0: They're not long.
1: Mm,
2: Have you I've seen looked... a bear, Brad? Have Do you I know seen what a bear? Looks like
1: I am, I'm I'm completely and utterly. Aware. I want to look up bear arm span now because I think you'll be surprised at how long it is.
2: Yeah, but it's not in proportion. Mm. You know chimps,
0: you know, <laughs> ape-like creatures have really long arms in a way that a bear doesn't. Yeah, Bigfoot
2: yes. is proportionally more similar to a human than a bear.
0: Oh,
2: I, just, I can't believe you're actually seriously suggesting that there's
1: a bipedal creature banging around in the Pacific Northwest that no one's able to manage to get a clear photo of. I can't
2: believe of. you would just write it off like that. There's, other, <laughs> there's other, other animals proven to exist that are just as elusive as Bigfoot. All right, names. Wolverines, six. Wolverines <laughs> have similar similar rate of uh, sighting reports as Bigfoot. Wolverine. Uh, Wolverines are real. No, not Wolverine, not the fucking X Man. No, Wolverines
1: are an actual thing, though.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and they have similar re- sighting rates. But they're not as rare. <laughs> you can yes, go they observe are. them. No, they're not. Yes, they are.
1: You're so full I'm
2: talking facts here, Brad. Do you know True how many facts. clear
1: photos they have of Wolverine? <laughs> Crystalline HD. Brad. 1080p photos of those bad boys? Brad. Lockland. Brad, listen. Uh, We're getting
2: close to the mic here. Wolverines. (laughs) Wolverines (laughs) and Bigfoot have similar rates of sightings in the Mm. wild. Yep. Wolverines are real. Why isn't Bigfoot real?
1: Because we have photos of Wolverines.
2: We have photos of Bigfoot. (laughs) 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 I don't know if you're doing this to piss me off, but... uh, that doesn't that doesn't sound like something I'd do. That
1: sounds exactly like something
0: you did. <laughs> okay, Lachlan, I've got a I've got a question for Lachlan, and as host, I get to uh, answer the, ask the question. So, um, I was going to say this for the Yeti, which we'll be uh, covering soon, but um, mm. a lot of people believe that uh, Bigfoot and also the Yeti is actually a, an early uh, hominid, which uh, was yes. uh, pushed yes. into the a missing
2: link, so to speak.
0: Potentially, yeah. Like pushed into the forests, or in the Yeti's case, into the upper mountains where humans, Homo sapiens, wouldn't go and kill it. Uh, so, and they've been living in there by themselves for yes.
2: thousands yes. and thousands Absolutely. of years. Absolutely, I, I buy that theory one hundred percent. So, could
0: the Bigfoot be a Neanderthal or something similar yes, to that?
2: Definitely, some some sort of uh, some sort of ancestor to uh, modern day humans. I believe. I believe
1: what you're looking for is the Gigantopithecus, and you're wrong. You're 100% wrong.
2: Also, also plausible. Gigantopithecus Blackie.
0: <laughs> Brad, I know you deny evolution, but do you think that.
2: <laughs> you're such a sack of shit. Do you
0: think that. Do you think it's possible that the uh, Bigfoot is like a, a human, just like a very hairy human, like Robin Williams or something?
1: I believe it's a mangy bear.
0: A mangy bear?
1: Again, the proportions are wrong. They're not wrong. You, wow. You're talking about people who are taking blurry photos. Their their testimony is, is fucking worth jack shit. Disagree. I'm sorry. You can't focus the camera. You don't get to testify. Disagree. You know,
0: Cameras are hard. They're, they're all
1: lies. I, I believe in the moment you can be scared. And you go, oh God, I, I don't know what that is. But it doesn't mean that Bigfoot exists. It means that you saw some, some sort of animal, probably an everyday animal like a bear, and you freaked out and you're like, look at it.
0: Well, Disagree. Brad, you know, you know why you're wrong though is because it's not illegal to shoot a bear, but there are laws against killing Bigfoot. Why is that? Why would there be laws against killing an animal that doesn't exist, Brad? Hmm. <laughs> I
2: just, I, I think this is a good time for me to point out that there are uh, groups who who subscribe to the theory that Bigfoot is some sort of. Um, you know, ancestor to humans, or uh, a hybrid between Homo sapiens and some other sort of primate. They want the government to recognise Bigfoot as an indigenous species and protect its uh, human rights.
0: Brad wouldn't be up for that.
2: No, Brad. Brad hates anyone having human rights. Exactly. <laughs> um,
0: now, it's because he denies evolution.
1: I, no, no, no. I need. I need to unpack this a little bit. So, Homo hey, <laughs> sapien, right? Yes. And some other primate, like a yeah. cross between that, right? Potentially. In the Pacific Northwest of America. Yeah. yeah. Can you please point out the naturally occurring primates living in the Pacific Northwest of America? Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. I let Lockle answer the question himself. Because he was completely stumped then until you said Bigfoot.
2: Uh well, King Kong. You're a fucking idiot. Dad,
1: those, Brad, Brad, how did how did and, humans uh, lowland gorillas kicking about in in fucking Oregon. Right. No, no, no. How did
0: humans get to the Americas, Brad?
1: How? In boats? Yeah.
0: Nope.
1: In boats? Not, not the Native Americans. Mm, how native are yeah. they, really? Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other conspiracy. No, it wasn't... Wasn't... Didn't they walk? It wasn't wasn't their land masses yes. connected? land bridges.
1: And... It was uh, a land bridge. I do I do believe that existed, but it was... Yeah, you don't think apes real...
0: can walk, Brad?
1: Okay, 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 okay. Let's... let's... Let's suggest somehow that some sort of primate made it here and we haven't found it. Where, where's Excellent. the Excellent. Good job.
0: All right, let's move on.
1: Is this, where, where's the bones? Where's Where's anything? Any kind of fossil? Where's any evidence of them living anywhere? Like some kind of structure, like nest? Would you call a nest? Why would they live in a nest? A big feet nest? A hive? <laughs> a colony? Something. Like surely they did. Is there any kind of like, you can find traces of, you know, like deer, beaver, bears, anything like that. They have a den. There's
2: Bigfoot footprints.
1: Then I even... <laughs>
2: fuck you. All right. There's, there's Just... recordings of uh, big feet trying to communicate with each other.
1: You're so fucking foolish.
2: of have you, have you heard the Ohio <laughs> House? We'll have to put I that don't... on the blog. The Ohio fuck the, House.
1: Fuck the Ohio <laughs> House. All right. Give me. Where's the hard evidence of any kind of existence of this fucking bipedal, eight foot tall,
2: great ape? I bet this is the same sort of thing people said about the platypus before we discovered a lot. <laughs> But you know, we have photos of platypi.
1: Yeah, we do now. We have for a long fucking time. <laughs> Where is the Bigfoot photo? Put it in front of me in 1080p, indisputable, if and I will apologize. You, if you
2: go on Wikipedia and search no. Bigfoot, literally the first thing there is a photo of Bigfoot.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: I see the, the
1: Patterson Gimli film, but I, I don't yes. see... Yep,
2: that's Bigfoot. Oh, that's real.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> okay, it seems... It seems we're not getting, uh, not getting very far with this. So, uh, But, however, before we move on to our next cryptid, there is one thing I wanted to mention about Bigfoot. Now, Brad, I know you are a connoisseur of erotic fiction, so I wanted to ask if you're a fan of Bigfoot erotica. <laughs>
1: Never heard of it, and uh, I look forward <laughs> I have, to you. Exp- I have <laughs> heard of it. Please All explain right. it to me. I'm
0: looking forward to this. All right. So, a stay-at-home mum from Colorado was trying to write the great American novel, when she got a crazy idea in 2011. (laughs) She wrote a short story of 12,000 words, and she titled it Come for Bigfoot, and you can imagine how that's spelled. (laughs) The story is about a group of women who go camping in Oregon and are kidnapped and sexually assaulted by our favorite cryptid. So this is basically the exact opposite of Harry and the Hendersons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the the author used the pen name Virginia Wade and she self-published on Amazon, which gave her a 70% royalty on sales. Now, her book was downloaded 100,000 times in 2012 oh, and she realized that she had hit a niche. Her Come for Bigfoot series is currently oh. up to volume 16. Oh. <laughs> during the height of her Bigfoot writing, she was pulling in between six thousand and thirty thousand us dollars every month so averaging that out to be about eighteen thousand per month gives her a yearly income of two hundred and sixteen thousand dollars for essentially bigfoot smut so lachlan this virginia wade character free speech hero or disgusting bestiality (laughs) promoting degenerate
2: uh can she not be both (laughs) (laughs) i uh I, i would wholly recommend Anyone who wants to hear more about that, uh, have a listen to the uh, the last podcast on the left. You can hear Henry Zebrowski reading some of that uh, disgusting, disgusting book uh, in, in great detail. He puts on voices. It's really quite graphic.
0: What does he do for the Bigfoot voice? Or is it just grunting? Does he actually talk? just grunting. I bet it is. brad what do you think free speech hero or disgusting Uh, bestiality promoting degenerate
1: i my my honest thoughts uh 16 volumes too many uh that's (laughs) degenerate in every every sense of the word but i I wouldn't ban her from doing it
0: right i was gonna say if if you're gonna be a free speech hero you have to pretty much be a degenerate because if you are saying something that people exactly if you're saying something that people don't want you to say and they're trying to ban then uh, it must be pretty fucked up in the first place. So I support her right to make this Bigfoot smut, but uh, it is disgusting and anyone who reads it will not be a friend of mine.
1: I just, I have one question. Like, who are the people buying this shit? <laughs> She's making two hundred thirty or $216,000 a year. 100,000 people can't be wrong. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I wonder if there's people reading it for the, the fun world. of it because it's on, it's on Amazon and it's very cheap. I think they're like $3 each. So I wonder if people just download it as a joke or if people are actually- $3
2: each
1: and she made 260
2: They download it as a joke and then they start reading it and they're like, oh, hang on. And Then they I'm,
1: start touching it. I'm into this. <laughs> Light a few candles.
0: It reminds me of this picture I saw on the uh, internet. It's just a guy- as a kid and he goes, when I grow up, I want to be a cat. And then it's got two pathways and one says without internet. And he's like wearing a suit and got a briefcase. And the other is like with internet and he's in a cat suit going meow. (laughs) (laughs) So I think sometimes the internet kind of works against our better nature here. And if anybody is into Bigfoot, if anyone is into like Bigfoot uh, erotica, then uh, they won't be keeping it to themselves because the internet caters for that sort of smut Brad what's what's the weirdest erotica that you read <laughs> 50 shades of Bigfoot <laughs> no comment <laughs> Brad's more into the audiobook version I think uh, yeah, I say,
1: not, not a big reader um, all visual <laughs> So if you'd presented this to me as Bigfoot erotica in video media
0: otherwise I as porn
1: yes. I was trying to class it up a bit, but a dude in a Bigfoot suit banging some loose, you know, oh. on the tail end of her career porn
2: star,
1: I would have been all about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Have you ever noticed that the ones that are like real desperate, like they're on the tail end of their career, they'll do the filthiest shit. Brad is a bad person.
0: Brad is not a good person.
1: Uh, I'm the bad guy. I took it too far. All right, let's. I'm the, I didn't even. I didn't put us on this path. I just fucking finished. Let's it. move
0: on. Let's get loco with the chupacabras. So, el chupacabras literally translates to goat sucker. Now I know we've just been don't,
1: don't Google that. I know
0: we've just been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've just been talking about Bigfoot erotica, but the term goat sucker here is not sexual. Good job, Brad, for preempting my joke. The, uh, chupacabras, <laughs> the chupacabras is a small, hairless quadruped that drinks the blood of goats and sometimes humans as well. It was first spotted in Puerto Rico in 1995 after allegedly killing and draining the blood of eight sheep. Which, of course, begs the question why isn't it named Chupa Ovea, meaning sheep sucker? Anyway, Puerto Rico uh, is a fucking island. But uh, this cryptid has been <laughs> spotted throughout the Spanish-speaking parts of the Americas, as far north as Mexico and as far south as Chile. Interesting that no sightings on the mainland occurred before this animal was spotted on an island, but hundreds of sightings since. Hmm.
2: <laughs> I feel like you're trying to emphasize something here, Morks.
0: really makes you think. So, Brad, <laughs> Brad, are the chupacabras just dogs with mange and or rabies, or is there something supernatural going on here?
1: I would uh, I would say mange dogs.
0: Well, obviously sure. they can fly because they've they've, <laughs> they've made it from an island, if you didn't catch that. They've made it from an island <laughs> to the mainland.
1: I would say uh, dogs can swim, Morgan. <laughs> 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 got an issue with swimming dogs. Uh, they'd probably be pretty tired by the time they got to the mainland and uh, the, that's why they look all bedraggled and chupacabra-esque. Yeah, they
0: need to go suck some goats <laughs> to get their nourishment back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Dogs eat goats. It's the wild dogs do it. It's not a. And there's plenty of wild dogs in uh, South America because it's a shithole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say one of the, um, one of the, uh, you know, Ways you can tell a failed state is that they just have packs of dogs running around everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that they like, And they occasionally like attack a small child or something, and then they go in a dog-telling. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, sort of it's like
0: the calling card of a failed state, and Puerto Rico has fucking <laughs> wild dogs out the wazoo. There's just packs of wild dogs running around everywhere. So, I, I mean, I don't really like the... Packs of
1: wild chupacabras.
0: <laughs> I don't really like the uh, chupacabras... Uh, you know, encrypted because I, I think it's pretty clear that one of these wild dogs has just got some uh, mange and is just <laughs> attacking uh, sheeps and goats and stuff and people see it and they go, "Well, oh, dogs don't usually do that. Dogs don't usually look like that, so it must be something supernatural. But it's clearly just like a fucking sick dog, obviously. Do you agree like
2: that? Uh, this, this might surprise you guys, but I'm actually... Uh... In the case of the chupacabra, in very much in the camp of it does not exist.
0: Oh, uh, the,
2: the notes I have written on the chupacabra for this episode—it's one line. It says it's literally just a dog with mange. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> the, every every description <laughs> of the chupacabra is matches an exaggerated version of a dog with mange. The, like dogs, at, <laughs> all the countries. The, the chupacabras being spotted in have wild dogs running around everywhere, as you said. <laughs> uh, and, and they get mangy, no worries, because they're fucking like shithole of countries. They can't look after their people, let alone their animals.
0: <laughs> well, they don't have animal control, surely.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's probably on the lower end of the importance Yeah, scale that's of. right. That's right. Focus on uh, feeding your people before you take care of the wild dogs running around everywhere. Um, but... Yeah, I, I I I love the idea of cryptids, but the chupacabra is a stupid one. It is it's just it's just a sick dog. Yeah,
0: it kind of it kind of annoys me that people believe in because it it's it's got such a clear explanation and it's like no one's yeah. disputing that uh you know, your sheep has been attacked by some fucked up thing. But the <laughs> yeah, fucked up thing is right. a fucked up dog. Like <laughs> it's pretty clear. <laughs> I saw
2: and- <laughs> I saw a photo just just this afternoon of a guy who claimed he'd shot a chupacabra, and it was a photo of it. He'd put it in his freezer to preserve it, <laughs> of course. Um, and and he's going, "Oh, look at this chupacabra! It was very obviously just a dead dog. <laughs> it was a fucking dog. Oh my god.
0: Well, it's funny. As funny as uh because um, I think you guys watch Workaholics, but there's a Workaholics episode where Blake is carrying around this animal, which he calls a chupacabra, and. Um, <laughs> when he he found it in the bottom of their swimming pool and it drowned and he pulled it up and it's disgusting because it was in the bottom of their pool and he was like oh it's a chupacabras." and um one of the other character goes ah oh, it's it's our it's our neighbor's dog It's his dog's been missing it's clearly his neighbor's dog
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually when it, like years ago when the internet was uh not as not as used yeah when it was sort of rolling out to become a more household thing cuz like when we were younger it wasn't you know ubiquitous there, there was this ubiquitous oh, good word um
0: that's why i'm the host
1: good job there was a a photo i saw that really like fucked me up i was like a i was like wow that's a crazy looking photo as before you know all the photoshop really took off or anything like that uh it i will we'll link i'll put it in the wordpress but it's like it's supposedly a chupacabra head and mm-hmm. it's like a disgusting photo but it, it turned out like oh, i mean it I knew it was a hoax later on, but at the time I was quite young. I didn't think it was real, but I was just like, that's a really disgusting photo. <laughs> um, and what the fuck is the head of this fucking creature? Cause it's like got like, like vertebrae and shit hanging out, like, you know, chunky meaty bits and that. Is it, a a dog's head. it doesn't look like a dog though. It distinctly doesn't look like a dog. I didn't think it was real, but I was like, I'm not sure what that is. You know, is it, what, what you did know? it look like? Describe it. Um, kind of alien-esque. I would have easily have believed alien <laughs> based on the photo. But it you was believe like, alien, but you won't believe Bigfoot. No, that it does not. I don't, I mean, life out there probably is, but <laughs> Anyway, that's another topic. Uh, I'm just saying it looked like, you know, you almost, almost an alien, but it's got a, a slightly longer face and it had like jaws. Um, alien meets dog. Let's put it that way. Anyway, the photo. So put a dog in the with pro- mange. Yes, but I, I found out later it's, it's a, it was part of, like, an artist's work depicting the chupacabra. Okay. And it's, like, a Spanish, like, Mexican dude or something like that um, holding it in the background. It's a really, really gruesome photo. But, yeah, that that was why I liked the chupacabra as a thing. I, I agree. It's a dog with mange. But as a cryptid, I think it's quite interesting.
0: Quite interesting, but uh, clearly doesn't exist. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's like, uh, yeah. move on to the next one. All right, so we'll have to cut it there. We're going to split this episode into two parts, so make sure you tune in next week to listen to part two. Uh, Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on SoundCloud, and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening.